1: Bobby Gerald is here with us, yeah, let's go. I don't even know how to <laughs> introduce go. Bobby Gerald because Bobby Gerald is just a fixture here uh in sacramento he's i i obviously the son of the the great gary gerald mm-hmm. uh he, he he knows Sacramento King's basketball history is is as, as good as anyone on the planet um and he is a draft guru, he is a uh vinyl specialist. <laughs> And Bobby, we're happy you're here for the first time, man. I, mm-hmm. I, I hate that it took two plus years, man, but I'm happy you're
2: here. <laughs> I'm glad to be here with you guys. How's everybody doing today?
3: We're we good, man. Bobby Gerald, this is my guy, man. We mean, you know, we we've done the Macho Man Hulk Hogan handshake. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why we had to do it, Bobby. Bobby, why was I blocked? What I do, man?
2: I don't even. <laughs> I would just leave it at this, just to say that I am a sensitive cat and. Uh, <laughs> It was probably just me just being way too sensitive.
3: Well, you know I got love for you, Bobby. You know that. That's it. right?
2: Bobby, it's, it's fine. I still have Kenny Block. <laughs>
1: you know, it's, it's like I ha- I'm i not. See, you're a bigger man than me. You've, you've unblocked him, and we're having this moment. I haven't unblocked him yet. I keep it, asking. He won't no, unblock me. No. Yeah. And the more you ask, the more I'm just like, no. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm, I'm not joking, man. South, South sacks finest, man. I'm sure we crossed paths at some point, man. I didn't know you went to the K-House. I mean, nobody's yeah. perfect, but, you know, I didn't know you went to the K-House. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah kennedy uh, mcclatchy rivalry is real in south sacramento <laughs> for sure but i have a lot of friends from mcclatchy and um wouldn't have traded uh, growing up in south sacramento for anything um so. definitely um you get the best of all the different cultures and um ended up marrying uh, a, a japanese american woman and and you know you you just learn so much about uh, everybody else is a melting pot there in, in South Sacramento. At least it was, you know, when I went to school at Kennedy,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I'm sure it was the same thing for you, uh, Kenny, over there at McClatchy.
3: Yeah. No, I, I, I love the thing that I always tell people that I love about McClatchy is you would have kids that lived in, in Lamb Park, you know, in these now million dollar homes mm-hmm. and you would have kids that lived in Oak Park and mm-hmm. both of them would come. They'd literally come over to train tracks to come yep. to McClatchy and these people in Lamb Park would come to the, you know, out of yep. their backyard into McClatchy. When we got in the hallways, nothing mattered. We all were yeah, just students all love, together. Right? We all just were friends together. And that's that mm-hmm. was the beautiful thing about that particular area in that school is like, you get people from all different places, but when we were at school, man, we were just we classmates, we fun, we we friends, we have a good time, man. And I I thought that was a, a, a great atmosphere.
1: Was the million dollar house you lived in then more expensive <laughs> than the one you live in now? I
3: didn't. I li- had never lived in a million dollar house, and I don't now.
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> Bobby, let's 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 talk Kings basketball. Bobby, you, I always joke. Few people have seen worse basketball than than your dad. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. I mean, because i can walk away mm. <laughs> the g man cannot Poor G-Man. he's no. got to sit there no. for every no. and g- man no. does not miss games he'll come in there with like half of a voice uh yeah. and he'll do a basketball game so he's he's been through it all you've been by his side for for virtually all of it how, how tell, from for how do you feel right now with the team playing the way that they are Bobby
2: it's great. I like this team, you know, and and that's something I haven't always been able to say. I've always been a Kings fan because I've been so close to it. I worked for the team for a couple of years, um, did some interning stuff, you know, while I, while I was around the, the team in the early days. And, um, you know, it's it's just refreshing to see coaches that that have attention to detail um, that hold hold the players accountable and. Um, to me, that stuff goes a long way. Um, you know, originally I have to say, I you know, I was dead wrong about Mike Brown when they first started bringing him up. I was one of those people that was like, Oh, not another warriors retread. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just, I guess that, that held me back from, from really appreciating what he's done and what he's brought. But he, he changed my mind very quickly. And um, I, I mean, I'm just, it's fun. It's fun to go to the arena again. You feel like you have a chance every night um, it, and it literally i'm way too much of a fan it affects my mood like you know what i mean like you know you actually the, you like part, of the twitter, part of the twitter thing with kenny was you know one of it was one of the nights i was frustrated with luke walton and i i went off and kenny's <laughs> replied Wall- back to that. i guess i guess he disagreed <laughs>
1: Luke Walton got Luke. me. <laughs> hey, see, that's what you get. Hey, you—you—that's—that's that's why
0: all, all, all this,
1: all this, Captain Sable, Luke, Bobby had had enough Damn, of it. I, I, I think that's what did him in for me too. I think, literally,
3: I think my mom blocked me because of Luke Walton as well.
1: <laughs> I, I think I can confirm that. Yeah, I can confirm that.
3: So
2: yeah, so I'm happy, man. I mean, it's I I enjoy it. Domas is great. Fox has stepped up. Um, the way it worked out, you know, uh, with the trade, it, I wouldn't have done that trade. But um, mm-hmm. the way that the trade has worked out, um, you know, obviously I'm not mad about it at all. And I think Domas is going to be an all star. And I think uh, Fox is. is you know it's gonna be close. I think, yeah. I think it's gonna be right down to the wire. One of the guys you guys were talking about earlier um, that you didn't mention was uh, SGA Shea yeah. Gilders Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. he's he's gonna a, be, a lock. I think he's, he's gonna lock. be a lock. So, mm-hmm. so now we're really talking about you know Booker Dame Jaw.
1: Well, um, I think it's I think I think it's I think it's Dame. What did we decide? We, Dame, Dame Jaw SGA, mm-hmm. and then the one spot is open
3: that would, okay. that people would think the, would go to Booker, right? But I mean it's I mean, open and, we'll, and, we'll see what happens
1: and 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 I I kind of wonder if CJ's a wild card now that would be a travesty. yeah CJ I, I McCollum could be way, in there. Like, Anthony like Edwards C.J. could
2: right. be in there um you know oh, what are they going to call Anthony Edwards a guard or are they going to call him a forward you know if you could slide him into the front court maybe that but then you know there's going to be ad voters mm. even though he's missed a bunch of games yeah and yeah. I'm totally mm. with you guys about you know I'm looking at it here, man. Booker's played 29 of 50 games. That's 58%. -hmm. I mean, if you got a 58% on a test, that's an F. (laughs) Right. (laughs)
3: Straight up. So, yeah, look, and and these guys, you you brought up Ant-Man, and that's another person that's gaining steam as of late. And, you know, we love Anthony Mm Edwards here. We love his game. But uh, I don't think – I don't hate to say it like this, but I don't feel like he should be rewarded for them falling back the way they have. Right. And 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 Fox not being rewarded for helping bring to his team up, right. yep, to right. to a level they haven't seen in, in yep. so many years. That man,
2: so that yeah. might be the King's record might actually be the thing that gets Fox yeah into the All Star game. Yeah. You
3: know,
0: absolutely, he might
2: that might give him the nod over one of those guys as yeah. it should because the argument has been in the past
1: as part of the reason he didn't get one before. Right, right. So it was wins, losses. Yeah. So right. Yeah,
3: for sure. Hey, Bobby, uh, I wanted to ask you a question, and it's I mean, you saying that. You weren't a proponent of the trade before. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Tyrese Allenburton is a, is a hell of a ball player. And, and yeah. I, to a certain degree, didn't want to see him go either. I knew you had to get give up something to get something. But you and others that said, hey, man, I, I don't like this. I want Tyrese to stay. I get it. When did that change for you? Was it immediately? Did it take this year? Or, you know, like when was it was like, ooh, I didn't want to give up Tyrese, but this is a bonus, dude. He's a problem.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I, I think I had a, a real feel for how good Sabonis was. Um, it, but I was just worried about trading a guard for a big, you know what mm. I mean, in this day and age. Um, and and so I would say probably sometime this year when I really saw how much they were run the offense through Sabonis and utilizing him. I mean, I think right when they first made the trade, our buddy Alvin Gentry might have only played Sabonis like minutes in the 20s the first couple games or something like that it was just like what are we doing man this dude is bona fide you know you can't you don't come in and split time with another center when you have demana Sabonis. so um i would say sometime this year when i really started to see the results of the winning you know and and Halliburton's going to be great but but what it did and he is great but what it did is is it really unlocked fox right i mean Mm -hmm. fox has to have the ball in his hands and so it was one of those rare trades, I think, that that worked out good for everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and 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 rightfully so, focusing on, you know, the Doma stuff, like he traded Marvin back. Like Trey Lyles came back in. That. Yeah. Like yeah. Trey Lyles has been a phenomenal pickup yeah. for this Absolutely. team. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The, the, and 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 you've been you've been through so many different rosters, man. This bench, you know, they have they have like down points obviously trey has been really consistent malik is so energetic like how would you compare this bench to some of the you know the, the the ones of great teams past
2: i think it's right there with them you know the the real glory years right you have bobby jackson who, who was coming off the bench could have been a starter um i kind of feel that way about monk you know mm. i think monk in certain situations would be a starter on a lot of teams in the nba um he's an underrated passer uh playmaker i'm a little bit uh befuddled with some of his his uh misses lately from the perimeter because i know he's a better shooter than Mm -hmm. than he's been um you know a a guy who's like somewhere hovering around 90 percent career from the free throw line um so i think you know in that sense i've always liked having a guy come off the bench that can just light it up and i think monk is that guy um herder's been good and you know, I think Terrence Davis is a good player too. It, uh, probably would get more minutes on a lot of other rosters, but in this situation, you know, he's just kind of stuck behind those two guys. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they uh, stand pat or or maybe make a minor move here or there, um, you know, before the trade deadline to to possibly make something happen but i don't know how do you guys feel about that
3: well it's funny because i was gonna ask you how do you (laughs) feel about that (laughs) i was just about to say like because we we had this discussion yesterday about you know needing to make a trade i'll I'll just I'll, i'll put it to you like this if trade deadline comes and goes and they don't make a deal do you feel worried about their chances of being in the top six or anything like that
2: no no actually you know chemistry is a fragile thing right i mean you know Mm -hmm. you 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 don't know how you got it you don't know how you lost it sometimes (laughs) and so and we saw that uh with the shump trade Mm -hmm. um you know a few years back um they had it and then they lost it real quick i don't think that i would mess with it i think they're riding with house money right now Mm -hmm. and if they make the playoffs it's going to be good enough for everybody in sacramento Um, I mean, obviously you want to win a championship and you want to do everything you possibly can, but, um, what are we talking about here? We're talking about bringing in somebody who probably is going to play what 12 to 15 minutes a game, something like that. Um, is he going to take Davion's minutes? Um, offensively, that'd be cool, but Mm -hmm. defensively, you know, Davion does things that others just, just can only dream of. So, and he, he affects games. I mean, we, we, we all can see that. Right. So, um, It depends on what kind of move it is. If it was a minor move, um, you know, if you could add someone like I'm just throwing this out there, let's say you could get DeLon right. I would think I would think that he's comparable as a defender and probably a little step up offensively um, as a truer backup to Fox. I'd be down for something like that. Um, former, King
0: can... former King Delon Wright.
2: What's that?
1: Former King Delon Wright. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and I think he was someone good. everyone loved. Like when he
2: was <laughs> traded, it was
1: like...
3: like why did he get traded? <laughs> what?
2: Yeah. I think they thought they had a crowd, right? They yeah. they thought they had a crowd. Understandable. That was Tyrese, yeah yeah, Fox, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And they, and
3: they, they did have like, a crowd. Well, <laughs> right. They did. They had a lot of point guards. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> if you could do something
2: like that, that might be cool. Um if you could get a little bit better uh, at the backup center spot, maybe. But but again, I think that might mess things up. And I think Chemezi's done a uh, really fantastic like job. Chemezi. And Rashawn is – we all know Rashawn's better than he's shown, mm-hmm. you know, in the last year or so. Yeah. So I'm optimistic. We keep talking about you. It was a sidebar just for a
1: quick second on Davion because, mm-hmm. again, we're we do, we do not overhyping this. Like, you're a draft guy. You dive into these guys leading into the draft and i'm going to ask you a bad broadcast journalist question i'm going to ask it anyways right. is there another level like is is there another level for davion or is this just who he is
2: i think there is you know he, he is older than than some of the other prospects what is he 24 now or something like so, that yeah. yeah so you know you'd love for that outside shot to go in with more consistency but i still think when he he has such a low center of gravity. And when he drives to the basket, I still think that's his, his best look, you know, offensively. And I'd like to see more of it. Um, You have to take those shots though, in the NBA, if you're open Mm -hmm. from the three point line, the ball comes to you, um, you know, as Doug would say, Doug Christie, uh, you know, a shot created by a teammate must be taken. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I agree with that. So he has to pull the trigger on some of those, but maybe he could turn down one or two, in the flow where he just pulls up um, in favor of getting to the basket. I'd like to see that a little bit more. And defensively though, I think he's, I think he's uh, not only rock. I I think he's elite actually, you know, on the defensive end. I think he's one of those dudes.
3: Absolutely. Uh, Somebody mentioned this the other day. Here's the benefit of the way the, the Kings have started or played this first half of the season. This is one way of looking at it. Maybe this is a glass half full way of looking at it. If the Kings finish 500, play 500 ball the rest of the way, they finish the season seven games over 500.
2: Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll take it. <laughs> you know right? what I mean? Like
3: mm-hmm. They don't have to be extraordinary the rest of the way. They have right. put money in the bank up until this mm-hmm. point, and now you play 500 ball the rest of the way, you're seven games over 500 does, for the season.
1: Does that get you the three?
3: I don't know about three. I think it gets you to four, though for sure it's either one of those it gets you a get you above six or six or above oh yeah yeah yeah
1: that's that's the biggest concern like we're getting greedy right now talking like three and four which is great but the like we've the the kings have got to be top six
2: yes yeah and and uh and if they do that i think everybody in sacramento will say okay this was a successful season um you know for for this year and then in the summer then maybe you address, you know, whatever you want to do to mm-hmm. try to take that next step. But right now let's cross this hurdle. Let's get into the playoffs. Um, I probably wouldn't mess with it. You know, if I, if I was Monty McNair again, unless I knew it was a, a high quality, you know, character guy come in here and, and going out of here with someone who's not going to, you know, it's not going to tear up the team or something, some, yeah. some vital part of the chemistry.
1: You're listening to D-Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, KRXQ HD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, driven by Lasher's Elk Grove Dodge, always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Bobby Gerald with us here uh, on the show, hanging out, uh, talking Kings basketball. We're talking about messing with it now, and we're obviously enjoying this ride that we're on. I can't wait to start having conversations about the off season. <laughs> yeah. Because because you know the way, you know the way we all get. It's like, "All right, what are you going to do next?" Yeah. And yeah. And how are you going to accomplish that? And I think those are those are going to create some because, Bobby, we're under we're, we're of the feeling like whether they make a move or not. I think we're all under the belief if there's a move to be made, it's probably something smaller. Like there's not a, a DeBonta Sabonis Tyrese Halliburton deal out there. No, it's in, in, in and it's almost feels like shade, but it's the name Mason Plumley, Nas mm-hmm. Reed. Like that's what we're talking about here mm-hmm. uh, with the potential. Nas deal.
2: Reed, yes. Mason Plumley. No. Oh, you're no, Mason
1: Plumlee. Bobby, oh, Bobby. why? Oh, OK. The, the fresh perspective. That's why are you off Mason Plumley?
2: I don't know. I mean, what does he make? Uh, you know, I, uh, he he gets paid pretty well, right? Uh, is I, I feel like
1: it's six point something. Yeah, that's what. Oh, I, okay, but he's that's ex, not. A, but he's expiring. That could be wrong. Okay. Jesse's looking it up right now. All um, right. Well,
2: then that's that's a little more. But it is expiring.
1: Now. Like it, okay. it, so, you'll you'll yeah. pay a fraction of that over mm-hmm. the final. Games I don't know. Does Does Mason
2: Plumley move the needle?
1: See, that no, much? like that's and and that's the thing. That's the thing we keep getting stuck on is whatever your faults are with with the Kings. Like, if you're frustrated that they're you know they don't play defense or they're they're inconsistent. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, Nas Reed is not going to change that. Mm-hmm. Like Mason Plumley is not going to change that. Mm-hmm. Like the, w- whatever you're bringing in, it's it's all about the lead in to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This was the conversation we were having with Joe yesterday. It's all about the lead in. It's about making sure Domas doesn't have to play forty-two minutes a night right. just mm-hmm. to maintain the three, four, five, or six spot.
3: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess uh, I was a little premature with my take there on Mason Plumley. To be honest with you, <laughs> so
3: <laughs> that's, and that's all right. you know, but, but your point is, it's, it's eight point five. Though. The
1: official number is eight point five. Your,
3: your point is valid. Like I would, I would take Mason Plumley on the squad. Like no issues, but. This is what I kept saying the other night, kind of what uh, Damien said. And, and like I said, I'm not saying bench players don't matter. I'm not saying that. But we're we making a big old fuss over a guy that, like you said, is going to play 12 to 15 minutes a game and probably would never play in the last six minutes of a game.
2: Like, well, definitely not Mason Bloney because he can't shoot a free throw. So. Right.
3: He can't shoot a free throw. And who, who coming off the court? Keegan? Right. <laughs> not right. Sabonis. Like, he's, right. he's not playing in crunch time. So – I don't I, I kept saying yesterday, and I understand the people who, you know, want to make a move. I'm I'm not against making a move. What I'm saying is I think the fate of this team season is with the guys that are on the roster. Like if they're not playing defense or they're struggling with defense, they gotta play better defense. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna have to do it. there's not gonna be a savior to come in there and balance everything out and fix it. They've gotta figure something out. And that's kind of where my stance was. I mean, Plumley
2: is He's a good passer. Um, you know, so maybe in that sense you could be a little more seamless with that fit because uh, you know, Chemezi and and Rashawn, you're not you're not getting that kind of passing game from them at all. Mm-hmm. And and Plumley's proven that he, you know, I think he's a guy with over a two to one assist to turnover ratio um this season. So you give him a chance to uh to come in there and maybe it's a little more seamless as far as your offense goes, because I, you I mean, we see the change when Domas is out of the game. It's like, Oh my goodness. They pass it to the high post and, and, and people are cutting, but the ball's not moving. And, and uh, it's just not the same. I mean, Domas is, he's a surgeon there with what he's doing in the high post. And we saw in the game that he
1: missed uh, a a week or so ago with an illness that not, not only is it, is it, is it lacking when Domas isn't in, in there, it took them a lot of time to get adjusted to, do- yeah. to 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 Sabonis not being in there. It's Bobby, it was like they were playing a completely different type of game. They were trying to play the regular game, and mm-hmm. then at some point it was like, Yeah, this isn't working. We have <laughs> no. to change what we're doing. <laughs> right. And
2: to their credit, they did
1: yeah. and they wound up they wound up winning that one. But it took them a while.
2: He's a lot like um you know, I think he's a better player than Vlade was, but is a lot like Vlade yeah, as absolutely. far as you know what he what he's able to do there from from that position. You, you know you th- you throw him the ball and you get some cutters going, and if you cut, he will find you. Yeah. Um, you know, Harrison Barnes has has had a huge jump in efficiency because of playing with with Domas. I feel like I feel like Kevin Herter, uh, his game exists because of Domas. You know, the screens he sets and the way he's able to pop him open for that that straightaway three. Um, you know, there's a, there's just so many good things that Domas does. So yeah. I, I really think Domas is, is going to be an all-star. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, Like I said, I think Fox is going to, you know, it's going to come right down to the wire. I'm hoping um that it happens, but um man, having, having Zion named to the, uh the starting team definitely took a spot away. Yeah, for sure.
3: Hey uh Bobby, you know, before we get you out of here, I want to know what you think about um Keegan Murray and, you know, we all know he's a good ball player, but he's, I thought he was cool in college. Like I'd watch his fun. He's cool. He can kick and play, and he's a lot better than I gave him credit for. Like he's a lot better than I gave him credit for. He's a hell of a shooter. Maybe a lot better shooter than I gave him credit for coming out of Iowa. And he just continues to grow um, every game. How have you thought about his uh, rookie year? And what what'd you think about him coming in?
2: I liked him. Um, he wasn't. He was my my uh, my pick. Necessarily, but but I liked him. Um, I guess I was one of those guys who f- kind of fell into that um, ceiling conversation. Mm, would, there was a lot yeah, of pushback yeah, about uh, <laughs> about you know the ceilings of some of these different guys, and I, I think. W- I think myself and a few others touched a nerve with some of the people in the front office. Cause they seem to keep bringing that up. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's definitely proven that he is uh, an excellent basketball player and there's no reason to think that he's not going to get better going forward. I mean, you, you just look at the things that he does. I, you know, how many times have you seen a rookie that can come in and log the kind of minutes he does play with that kind of consistency hit the outside shot, make veteran plays. He just he looks like a guy who's been playing for many years already mm. in the NBA to me. And and he can definitely improve his efficiency. Mike Brown's been on him about the rebounding, the rebounding's gotten better. Um, you know, they got on him a little bit about finishing around the rim. You get to the rim, man, you got to try to throw somebody in there, you know, in the hoop with you, you know, mm. instead of just laying it up. Um and I think he's getting better about that with the aggression. You know, uh, give him a off season in the summer and let him get a little more tone and and, and tight and gain some strength too. I think that's going to help. So, um, I think that I think Monty McNair hit a home run there. And um, you know, my guy would have been Shaden Sharp, honestly. But, hey, you know, look at on, y'all! Monty. Come on, we're let's go. On that boy, Shaden, is
3: crazy.
2: <laughs> right? We're on a different you know timeline, and and Shaden Sharp still may be three, four years down the road. He yeah. still may be something ridiculous where where you look back and say wow okay everybody messed up on that yeah.
3: um I've heard people talk about like, Mac.
2: context is so important though like not everyone has
1: three or four years no, to we certainly for, right yeah this and, team and absolutely
2: doesn't Keegan was the right guy for this team yep. right now yep. but you know I always say let's go back to Tyreek Evans rookie year and I would say maybe even the second year if you say if you ask people Point blank, would you rather have Tyreek or Steph Curry? They'd say Tyreek Evans. I Mm -hmm. think nine out of ten would have said Tyreek Evans. But things change, right? I mean, you know, it's those with the will to improve will improve. Mm -hmm. And um, that's something that you can, you know, it scouting is a moving target. I always say that. It's what you thought about a guy in summer, it could be completely different by January if they're really. You know, in the right mix, situations matter. All those different things. There's so many subtleties and nuances of the game that that can make you know someone fit better. I mean, and Keegan, if Keegan was on another team that wasn't trying to fight for wins, he could probably have better offensive numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, if if he was in Jabari Smith Jr. situation. I think he'd probably have a higher scoring average and higher rebounding average and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he's here. He has to fit in with these veterans, and I think he's been doing a fantastic job of it. Did, Why I take Tyreek Evans over Steph Curry? Next on first. Day. <laughs> Next on first Day.
3: <laughs> did you hear that bar from Bobby though? Those with the will to improve will improve. I'm gonna have to start oh, that for absolutely. Drake bars right there. That no, was a absolutely. bar right there,
2: <laughs> dude. That's but that's one of my mantras. I have a few of them tuck, tucked away here, you know. So Ooh, over the, the years, that's the double
3: entendre with the oh my gosh, that's yeah. what
2: doing.
1: Bobby. This was a blast, man. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we you appreciate guys are the you. Best.
2: I listen all the time and uh, I really appreciate it. I think your show is important, um, in Sacramento and uh just overall you guys do a great job um kenny i'm sorry it took us (laughs) this long to to talk to each other and smile with one another, right. and Damien, you already know how I feel about you, brother. Yes, indeed.
3: It's gonna be yes, the first indeed. time of many, man. First time. Uh, you, you know me, what? My this guy, this, this
2: this this conversation was so. I'm gonna go
1: unblock you right now.
2: Well, Just, <laughs> I'm gonna go. If
1: you can you change, he can change.
3: We, we all can all change.
1: Can
2: change. <laughs> Appreciate now, is that a wrestling reference. <laughs> that was that Rocky?
3: That was that was a movie. Yeah, that was that was Rocky in
1: front of the. There's a little
2: bit of a generational thing. I don't do the wrestling right, so you know. You know how it is. Like, I told Damien before. I was like, you need some old soul in your show. come to me and, I, and, I, and I'll provide that, but I don't know about the wrestling. That's all right. That's all right, Bobby. A man, Bobby.
1: We Be appreciate man. you, my man. Thank you so much.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.